Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encourages you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Man, God is good in this place. We're going to get you out of here in just a little bit, but I, I do have a word that, a quick word that I know God has given us for our church. It's something that's going to challenge us. It's something that's going to encourage us. It's it's this word that doesn't you don't hear about a lot in our culture um, because it it really impacts our intentions, our motives, and even our decision making in our life. And the reality is this: without this word, we don't know how to to navigate things in our life. See, the reality is God has gifted us so many things, and the way we manage these blessings is really determined on determine how we view our walk with Christ or even our posture to our purpose. The word that we're going to be talking about in the next three weeks is called stewardship. Stewardship. We don't use this word a lot. And today, the, the sermon series that we're going to be starting for the next three weeks is called, Can I Talk to Your Manager? Can I talk to your manager? You know those kind of people. See, the reality is when you call in a call center or you're calling somebody to, to get what you, what you deserve um, or, or think you deserve, um, <laughs> you know those call people can't get you really what you want, especially when you're upset. I'm that kind of person, okay? I, I told you last week I was vulnerable. I got a temper sometimes, okay? Especially... When I don't get what I want. And when you call these call centers sometimes, sometimes they don't even, they're like in a different country. or So you're just like, you're trying to get something. You're trying to say, hey, I understand what you're saying, but you're not, what, what your ability is, what the resource you're giving me now is not enough. Can I talk to your manager? And even sometimes the manager can't even work it out. Can I talk to your manager? See, this word stewardship, if you closely translate it from the Greek, the modern translation of that word stewardship is manager. Is manager. See, the definition of stewardship is a conducting, a supervising, a managing of something, especially the careful responsibility of management of something that was entrusted to you. Management. What is the biblical definition of stewardship in, in, in the Bible? The biblical uh, worldview of stewardship is utilizing and managing all the resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. See, a manager is somebody who gives given responsibility that needs to be taken care of on behalf of someone else. See, this month, I'm going to be challenging your managing skills because the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about topics that God has gifted us in. But are we managing? Are we stewarding it the right way? See, today we're going to be talking about his house and then we're going to talk about finances and then we're going to talk about time. Are we managing time the right way? These are topics that we don't like talking about. When you talk about people's time and what they, what they spend their time in or their money or where they, where they go to, they, you, you, you're going to get in trouble <laughs> real quick. But if we are not stewarding what God has gifted us, 
We're going to be on our terms and not his terms. First Corinthians chapter four, verse two says, More, moreover, it is required of stewards that they are found trustworthy. God is asking you today, are you, can I trust you with what I give you to manage? Wow, that's big stuff. You ever thought about it that way? Because in, in our society, it's like, hey, I've gained this. I've done this. I've set up my kingdom. I've got the resources. I, I went to school. I did this. I have set it up for myself. But the reality is, it's a gift from God. So the question is, the resources, can God trust you with what he gifted you with? We're going to be challenging our managing skills this, this month. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, it says, as each, has been, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's various grace. See, the Bible gives us this concept of stewardship in the parable of the bags of gold. And, it, and I, I, I kind of break it down here. We're going we're, we're gonna to read it, but, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of paraphrase it. you got to go read it when you get in, in your prayer room or when you're studying. It is going gonna to be in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 and, and 30. It basically talks about this, this man who was, had all this wealth, right? He had all this wealth, and, and he, he was going on a journey. And he entrusted some servants that, he, he, that were working for him with his wealth. So he was leaving, and he entrusted him with his wealth. So he gave this person a certain amount of money. He gave another person a certain amount of money, and he, another person an, another certain amount of money, and he's left on his journey. And one person took the money and basically doubled the money, reinvested it, and got more than what was given to him. He invested in the money. Then the other also got a little percentage back as well. Then there was the third person that was so scared to take the risk of investment that it said that he dug a hole, put the money in it, put it aside because he was scared to lose it. Then the... the the, the man comes back from his journey, and he, and he takes inventory of his wealth again. And he goes to the man and he, that gave him a certain amount, the first man, and he said, wow, you have doubled my wealth. So whatever the, the father had, whatever I have now is yours and double. Then he goes to the other person, and he said, hey, um, I see that you've put work into it. And I see that you have, you, have, you have been a good steward of my wealth that I've given you. Guess what? I'm going to give you more. And he, and, he, and he was there. Then he went to the third person. And the third person, he's, he, he came back and he gave him what he already gave him. And, and the man was like, what happened? He said, I was too scared of what you thought or I'm too scared of losing your money. So I just hid it. And didn't do nothing with it. And it said that the, the man on the journey looked at that man, cursed him, took his money, and gave it to the others. What are we trying to say here? It's, it's the father gives us these resources. And some of us are so scared, and we hold, we hoard 
what God has entrusted us with. But in reality, God calls us to be givers and not hoarders. Because one, in reality, I, I understand the man that just hit it. I mean, it was a, it was a large amount of money, so I don't want to lose it. If I, if I lose it, I'm in trouble with the man. So I'm just going to hide it. I understand that. But when we do that, when we hide our talents, when we hide our resources, when we hide what God has entrusted us with, it's only going to be what he gave you and nothing more. But when we invest in good soil, when we invest in great things, it triples and doubles. But then the father looks at it and says, hey, what I entrusted you with, you took care of. And here's more blessings. Here's more provision, not only monetarily, but in health and, and, in, and in your children and in your children's children. It becomes a generational wealth and not a hoarding mentality. See, we have to know that. God has entrusted us with so many things. It can not only be money. It can only, it's not only money. God has given us some people. How about this? God has given us some people the ability to sing. It's a gift. You didn't wake up and like one day were like, oh, man, I can sing. It just, what? Happened. There are some people that, that, are, that, that have the gifting of, you know, of, of like dealing with finances and stuff like that. Other people are horrible with money. It's a gifting. Even the people that have spent a lot of money, that's a gift too. You're just suspenders. But what God has gifted you with, are you managing well? Are you managing well? See, the contrast with both of them, in contrast, the third servant or, or the, the money manager fearfully dig the hole and goes to, and it, it gives a reputation of our life as well. His, he disregarded his job to pro properly care for the owner's money. And when the owner returned, the servant digged it up and, gave, and they gave it back to the others. See, a good, stower, a good steward is a diligent, hardworking, willing to take reasonable risks. God wants us to build up and increase what he has given us. See, there's two types of, of stewardships I want us to talk about today. There's individual stewardship. And there's corporate stewardship. And today we're going to talk about the house. The house. See, God has given us two different houses that he calls us to steward. He calls us to be good managers of. Number one is your temple, which he says you are, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He dwells within us. So our temple and his temple. So it, we have to be good stewards of what God has entrusted us, our vessel, and then his church, what he's gifted us in. It's two different things. Here at Axios Church, let me give you a quick um, refresher of what our core values are. And these core values are the foundation of his temple. First, we're going to talk about corporate stewardship. Corporate stewardship. These are the things that God has gifted us as our core values, the things that we have our foundation. Number one, Jesus is our message. Number two, prayer is our foundation. Community is who we are. Worth is what we give. Simple is our approach. Generosity is our default. Serving is our privilege. Faith is our response. And people are our, our, our hearts. See, this is what God has put the foundation of this church, his temple. It's not about me. 
If you're looking towards me to be your savior, you are messed up. It's his church. I couldn't do this by myself. When me and my wife started this church, we had $200 for the church. I quit my job, and we just went for it. You, what you're sitting in, as we talked about in the beginning of the year, is a miracle in motion. See, it's the foundation of what we're doing, corporate stewardship. God has gifted us with this house for his glory. The question is, are we stewarding this house the right way? See, has God, has this house become your home? Has this house become, because your home is where you dig your roots deep. Your home is where you move forward in. Your home is where you trust the process. Are you renting or are you owning this mission? Are we renters of this, what God has gifted us, or are we owners? A renter, so I, who, who, who's ever been to an Airbnb? Airbnb? I mean, half the people. I mean, like, yeah, Airbnb. What's the, what's the benefit of Airbnb? I'm going to tell you the benefits of Airbnb. Number one, it's convenient. You get in and you get out. It's super convenient. Well, what's another benefit of Airbnb? It's short term. I don't really have to dig my roots. If I mess up, if I break a plate, I've just had to pay for it and I don't have to go to the store and get another one. I, it, it's a short term investment. It's, it's, it's convenient, get in, get out, it's short term. I can only stay here, and there's a, there isn't a way out of this place. Number three, uh, Airbnb, you get to complain a lot. They, they literally give you a book to complain. They say, hey, if you wait, you go in, and the book is there. They're like, hey, I want to know how you feel are you we got too many spiritual people in this place all right they literally give you a book to complain see in this renter's mentality there's an option to complain how about number four you pay the bill just pay it some of you just put it on the credit card you pay the bill you get out no sweat on your back See, Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 says this. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. See, when you have a mindset with what is God's giving you, this house, let's talk about this house, where, where you say, this is my church. When you have a, rentals, a renter's mentality, an Airbnb mentality for the house that God has gifted you in, there's always a way out. There's always a chance to find what's wrong. There's always a, a guest book that you have to just fill out. And then when you get your feelings hurt, I just go to the next Airbnb. See, God doesn't want us to have this mentality. What he's gifted us, this church, he said, hey, there is no turning back. He said to Peter, on this rock, I put my, I build my church on you. See, the core values that we have are the foundation. And his word is the walls. Who are the builders? Me and you. We're the builders of 
this place. See, one thing I love about the church is that the church doesn't need you and me. The church was the church before you. The church was the church after you. It says in the word of God that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So that means there's no pandemic. There's no disaster. There's nothing that can come against the body of Christ. The church will be the church. The reality is this. Here's the cool thing. If God doesn't need us in the, in the, in the past, God doesn't need us in the future to really build his church, but he still chose us to build this kingdom together. Guess what? We got to put our we got to put our belt on, get our tools ready and build and trust what God has gifted us in. We got to be good stewards of his house. But what happens is sometimes is we just want to just jump in a little and not really dig our roots. You're only hurting yourself. I talk to college students all the time. And, 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 I, I, and other people, too. It's not only college students. Is they go towards where the, what, what, in Pentecostal, where the fire is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where the fire is. <laughs> That's where I go. You know what I'm talking about. So, there's a revival in Alabama. I'm there. And when that thing is done, oh, you coming to Florida? I'm there. But what happens is when you're unplanted, you're not, you have no accountability. You better come get this organ. People don't like to be planted because they don't like accountability. Because when you are planted, you are accountable to a body. You are accountable not to me, but to God. You're accountable with your finances. You're accountable with your time. You're accountable with your posting. It's not me. It's God said to Peter. He said, Peter, you are the one that I'm going to build my church on. But that doesn't mean Peter is the in, in charge. He just says, hey, I just need one to help. But what can he do with 50? What can he do with 60 that is on fire that say, hey, I, yeah, great things are happening out there and we support. I'm not saying that it's us and anybody else. Uh, no, I'm saying, hey, what we can do here together can go past only not only Lakeland, but the world. Because when it's a united church, things happen. We're setting our roots deep in what God has gifted us in. See, are we renters or are we, Anthony, for real, I'm done. Are we renters or are we owners of what God has entrusted us with? Because what does an owner do? An owner is devoted. See, we're about to buy a house. We sold, come on, give me, please give me. Lord Jesus. We just sold our house. We went to closing on Friday. It's sold, but now we're homeless. So hopefully this, the house we're going to buy is we're going to closing on Thursday. But there's a difference. I, when we moved back to Lakeland, me and my wife, we, we rented a house. I didn't, I didn't care what happened to the house. Because I just called somebody, come fix it. But when there's a different kind of mentality when you have your own. When you own something. Yesterday, geez, we were in Ashley Furniture for 
probably 24 hours. But on a normal day, I didn't even know where Ashley Furniture was. But why? Why would I, why would I be willing to go through the hardship of Ashley Furniture? Because I'm devoted to what God has entrusted me with. I want it to look nice. I want it to look good. When you come over, I want you to say, hey, that's my pastor. I struggle with pride. I told you last week. But it's a different kind of devotion when you own something. When we own what God has trusted us. How about this? It's long term. We, we, we go for the long term option. It's a 30 year mortgage, sis. This ain't a weak thing. You pay and go. We play this game for the long term. See, when you're an owner, you have that mindset. Yeah, there might be seasons of, man, I might feel this kind of way. Or there might be seasons where this person probably helped me. But guess what? Because I am rooted and I am, and I, I'm doing what God is in trouble. If God wants me here, I'm setting roots and I'm here for the long haul. I'm here to trust what God has done in this place. Number three, what does the owner do? He literally has the responsibility to make sure that the house is taken care of. We were looking at this house. It was a wreck. It was a foreclosure. It needed two AC units and everything. And me, dummy, I'm like, yeah, we can do it. Thank God we didn't get it. But as an owner, you automatically, the mindset changes. As an owner, automatically, I'm like, what do I have to do to make this happen? A renter's like, who do I have to tell for them to do it. An owner is different. An owner says, hey, whatever it takes, whatever I have to do, whatever I have to do to make sure that his house is taken care of, that we're growing, that we're inviting, that we're, whatever it takes, I'm taking responsibility. It's not only on Pastor Eric. It's not only on Pastor Jess. I'm taking the responsibility on myself. This is my home. I trust what God has entrusted me with, and I'm going to move forward. I'm going to take responsibility. It's responsibility. Number four, the last thing, and we're going to talk about this next week. Don't, you have to, not, not next week, in three weeks, in two weeks. Please come in two weeks because we're talking about money, okay? Don't be scared. The last thing an owner does, it gives sacrificially. I, I know that church and money is like, ugh, I hate it too, trust me. But the reality is, Jesus went from town to town and people gave offerings towards his ministry, not to just make Jesus rich, but for him to do more in different areas. So when it comes to an ownership mentality, I didn't want a couch, but I gave to give the couch because it's an ownership mentality. I want it to look nice. So yes, your giving matters. And listen, you don't give to me. You give, and now we're going to talk about this, by you not, not giving to the church, but by you not just giving generosity in your heart, you're missing and you're blocking a lot of the promises that God has for your life. 
it ain't me. It's what his word says. Because an owner looks at it a little differently. An owner says, whatever it takes, uh, sometimes I might have to give. Sometimes I, but when it says, be give as a cheerful giver. There's no obligation here, but an owner says, I have to because this is my house. See, when you are planted in what God has gifted you, uh, entrusted you with, it, what it says, seek first what? The kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. And the last thing, not only we're talking about his house, but when we take care of his house, God has no other option but to take care of your house. Because it's, it's an individual stewardship as well. In your house, how can you steward the temple of the Holy Spirit as you do? The one way that you can steward your house well is, number one, the words you tell yourself. You can't grow individually if you keep on tearing yourself down. You can't kill with your words what try, God's trying to build up. Are you feeding yourself the right words? Are you stewarding yourself the right way? Are you bringing positive thoughts and not, not only like, um, it, 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 it's spiritual thoughts as well. Are you stewarding your life the right way? Number two, and my boy Travis will second me on this, your health. I, I'm horrible at this. I'm trying to get better. But your health really determines how you steward your life. How do you treat the temple that God has entrusted you with? It, it matters. It's biblical. Number, number three, what do you feed yourself? Are you feeding yourself negative? Are you feeding yourself social media memes and social media things? Or are you feeding yourself the word? Are you living your life on what your mother's uh, relationship with God or what you did uh, when you were in vacation Bible school? Or are you getting some meat to your life? Are you getting something deeper in your life? Are you just, are you scared with anxiety all the world because you're looking at all the news? But are you feeding yourself with truth? It's an individual stewardship. And last but not least, are you refreshing your life? We talked about a couple weeks ago, the rest. Stewardship, it's so important. And we don't like to talk about it a lot. We just kind of like to brush it around because it's like, I just, I want to do what I got to do, but it, it's not biblical. God has given us this concept of stewardship for us to manage what he has entrusted us in our life. Yeah, I know this is not like a, everybody lay down, you know, we're not getting blankets for this message, okay? But I wouldn't be your pastor if I, if I don't teach you his principles that he puts in his word. And stewardship, it's such a key to your life that it can unlock some of the promises that God has for you when you manage well. What if you made the prayer this week to say, God, I want to manage my life well. I, I want to be a good steward of what you entrusted me to have. Maybe if you don't have it, maybe you're not ready to steward it well. Maybe you need to steward the little for God to give you the much. It just, it's not, uh, it, it, we don't, yeah, we struggle with sin, but sometimes we just struggle with just stewarding what God has given us. Can we steward well? Let's bow.
Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together. Thank mm-hmm. you.